Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You are listening to the One Good Scare podcast with Natalie Zamora and Max Mello. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of the One Good Scare podcast. I'm Natalie Zamora, and this time I am not joined by Max, but I do have a very special guest for a very fun interview to talk all about Lock and Key Season 2, which just hit Netflix this month. So stay tuned for that exciting interview. All right, everyone. So we have a very special guest on the podcast today, Genevieve Kang. You've seen her in shows like The Crossword Mysteries, Impulse, Shadowhunters, and more recently, she appeared in Lock and Key Seasons 1 and 2 as the character Jackie Beta. So welcome to the show, Genevieve. I'm excited to have you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Of course, of course. So of course, we're here to talk about Lock and Key. Um, I admittedly was late to the game and only watched season one this year in preparation for season two. And the second season is awesome. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of people actually, I think that are just getting into it with first season this year. So you're not, you're not alone there. (laughs) Yeah. It was a perfect Halloween binge, I will say. Um, so were you a fan or familiar with the comic book series, the book or the, sorry, the show is based on before, uh, joining Lock and Key, or was that something you kind of just read up on afterwards? Yeah, I wasn't familiar at all with the comic books. Um, and so I wasn't, uh, in tune with how big the fan following was before the show even came into the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, upon receiving an audition for the project, uh, it was kind of, fumbling through the internet, trying to find as much information as possible about the graphic novels. And um, yeah, and then kind of going from there in terms of my research for the role of Jackie. Nice. Yeah. I hadn't read them either, but now I want to. I feel like that's how it always happens. I'll watch a movie or show and then say, oh, it was based on a book. Maybe I should read it, even though I know what happens. It's still fun. Yeah, no, totally. (laughs) Cool. Um, So in season two, Jackie definitely has a much bigger role. And the big thing with her is that she's turning 18 soon. So she's forgetting the magic. And I find that just like kind of beautiful in a way, because when you think about in reality, like as children, we do believe in magic so much. And then as we grow a little bit older, we get maybe more jaded and then kind of less interested in it, which is sad. But so for you, what was it like kind of getting into that mindset to play Jackie, someone who's making just such a big transition into adulthood with so many implications? Yeah, I think what we see from Jackie, even in season one, is that a big like and when she finds out about the magic for the first time is that she's just like her whole world as it is for I think everyone when they learn about the magic for the first time, their their worlds are kind of turned upside down. But for her, she's so like in season one, we see her. She's so 
sure of herself. She's very confident. She kind of knows her trajectory in life, I think, mm-hmm. um, that when this magic comes in, into the picture, it's totally um, kind of has her questioning what she thought she knew of the world and, and life as it is. Um, and of course, as we learn, she then comes around to it. And in season two, we see her um, engaging a lot more with the magic. Um, so now it's interesting because yeah, now she's like transitioning, as you said, transitioning out of that space and, um, it's this, this loss of something again, that she, she got familiar with and came to know. Um, and so there's, there's that loss, but there's also, um, and there's a, there's a moment in season two where she talks about, um, I mean, ongoing, but where she just, it doesn't feel good to be forgetting that. And she just kind of wants to like, like, let's just end this. And, um, and there's a moment where she says to Tyler, I think about how like people are supposed to change, um, which I always, I thought was such an interesting thing with her again, because I feel like there's a part of her that also just like wants to control the world around her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, like, she's got that kind of like type A personality a little bit like overachiever. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's an interesting kind of back and forth. I think that we see, and that was fun to play with um, where it's like, she wants to control the things around her, but at the same time she can't. And so again, what a lesson as we learn, as we get older of, you know, there's so much uncertain uncertainty in life and um, things are in so many ways out of our control. Um, and, and then the, again, bringing the aspect of the loss of something um, and having to kind of let go and, and grieve that past version of self or something you once had um, is, yeah, it's like a, it's like a little bit of like a loss of innocence, I think too, that comes out in the show as well. Yeah. Definitely. And so season two, I think it's hard to say, but I feel like compared to season one, it has a little bit more action and it was hard. At least the stakes are higher in season two. And it was hard not to be glued to the TV just as I was watching it Um, for season two. What would you say was just your favorite scene to shoot? My favorite scene to film in season two was uh, the scene where Jackie transitions into a demon. (laughs) I had a lot of fun with that scene. Um, I just remember our director for that, Millicent, it was hilarious because we were just blocking the scene. So just rehearsing it, mm-hmm. Connor, myself, and Millicent. And I was just going for it um, <laughs> in the rehearsals. And she's like, you really like this, don't you? I was like, yeah, I really do. Because it was just such a, again, like a different, for me as an actor, it's exciting to obviously just play um, into different characters. But it was just for, for Jackie, it was just like total... Um, 180 to, to who she is. Um, so, so yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, just getting to play her totally differently. Nice. Yeah. That part, I definitely did not see that coming and yeah, that sounds really fun. I feel like I would be the same way of just like, I give me the crazy stuff just so I can do it and try it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember at the, like, uh, with the end of season one and I was being asked a lot about how, like, what would I like to see for Jackie in season two? And I was like, I really like, would like to like to see her a little bit unhinged because she's just so again, got her stuff together and so orderly and in control that it would be really nice just to see her a little bit like again, out of control. Um, or, you know, she's so, she's so sweet girl next door. Um, Mm -hmm. just to see kind of, a contrast to that. Um, and I wish, I wish I'd gotten to play in that world a little bit longer, but yeah. you know, it's okay. 
Definitely. Yeah. And I guess, so I guess you kind of answer this in saying that, you know, that scene was fun to, to film and everything, but I always think about kind of with shows like Lock and Key that are, I mean, there's humor to it, but it is mostly serious. Um, I love like looking on Instagram just to see, you know, how the cast and crew interact with each other when they're not filming. Um, and it seems like the cast of Lock and Key is really, really close and you guys have fun together. So what was kind of like the vibe on set, especially when you're filming really tense or action-packed scenes? Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, when we were, so I mostly worked with Connor, especially in season two. Like in season one, I had a, a bit more with, I, I worked quite a bit with Halia um, and then just more like as an ensemble, like with all the high school students. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, season two was, I worked primarily with Connor and um I feel like he and I have somewhat similar energies in terms of we're just, we're, we're, we're pretty grounded people. Um, and so when it was just the two of us, I felt like we really respected each other's space, especially if it was like a more emotional scene. Um, he's also, he's also just a very generous actor I find. So it was lovely working with him in that regard. Um, but yeah, I feel like for more, for, for more of the, serious emotional scenes that he and I had together. Um, the mood, and this is also where our, our crew is amazing. Like they really come into play because they, they also help to like create that, that mood or tone on set. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I don't know how to say it. It's, just, it's basically like it, the, the mood would be like, it would match the scene. So a lot of times it was like more somber or, you know, we need to like, no, like there'd be almost like a like a crew code too of being on set. Like if there is an emotional scene happening, you're you're not joking around on the sidelines because yeah. you know we need to kind of focus on on what the subject matter is and just like for us actors to to be there emotionally. Um, so there's that, and then in terms of more action packed scenes, um, the energy can be a little bit more fun, I think, and lighter, um, and. Uh, and certainly because you're, you're being maybe more, you're, you're more physical in the scene. So um, just getting your kind of your energy up and your adrenaline going and stuff is, is comes into play. So it's nice that we can, again, just like bounce off of the other actors and um, yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, <laughs> it does. Um, and it does kind of lead into my next question because of course we do kind of have to talk about major part in the second season is that Jackie dies seemingly it, it seems very final but who knows um I didn't see that one coming at all that was very very upsetting so tell me about your experience filming that scene like to your point of you know when there's a somber scene the the mood is kind of somber were were you upset like was that a sad scene to film it was a sad scene to film mm -hmm. um it's my first time playing a character that I felt a bit more attached to. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, you can, all, you can only prepare so much. Like when I found out that that's what was going to happen to Jackie, it was about maybe a few months into filming. So halfway through maybe filming season two, um, I got the call from our showrunner Meredith that we were actually picked up for a third season. So we, got, we got a third season. I was like, oh, this is great. And then she's like, and <laughs> Jackie's dying. <laughs> and I was like, okay, awesome. Um, and then so you kind of like 
you know, have that in, in the back of your mind, but you can only really prepare so much I find. And again, it's about like kind of narrowing in on, on the script and stuff. So when the day actually came, it felt like, yeah, it felt a little bit sad. Like even though I still had more days of filming to follow, right. um, it felt in a way like, this is it. This is the final moment. Um, and I mean, it was the final moment for Jackie and, uh, yeah, the energy again, the energy on set was for that particular scene. It was a, also a really long scene. Um, so we had to break it up in chunks, but it was long. And again, because it's so emotional, it's like very exhausting and taxing. And again, Connor is, is so good in that scene. Um, so it made it made my job that much easier, but yeah, it was it was just exhausting. I think by the when we finally got the last um, shots for that scene, he and I were both just like winded. And I think we we we, we reconnected like the next day, and it was um, we were texting, and it was just like, how are you feeling? And it's like we both felt like we were like just got hit by like a school bus because it's just again just all that energy out um, emotionally is yeah, it, it actually takes like a toll on your, your physical body. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. That was a sad one. I really did not. I did, really did not see that coming at all. I was like, Oh, he's got the key. He's going to save her. We're all good. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's actually where like our writers actually did a really good job because yeah. they built it up to this. And again, like you said earlier, um, season two is full of these like higher stakes. Um, and that's, I think one of them is, is, you know, getting the audience to a point where it's just like, like you said, he's going to save her. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, it being just as like shocking moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think like they just, the uses of usage of all the keys because the keys are new to the viewer, you know, we haven't seen this before and they're new to the family and to the characters. So it's like, we don't know what really is going to work for them and they don't know what's going to work for them. So it's cool. It's a cool premise because you could really go anywhere with it and the audience will buy it because it's, you know, something that we haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, okay. So we know lock and key is happening. Lock and key season three is happening. It's filmed. You probably can't say anything, but is there any chance that Jackie will be back? Because I see fans rallying for that to happen on Twitter and your Instagram comments just everywhere. They want Jackie back. <laughs> if, you anything, if you can't give it away, would you be open to returning? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't say anything, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I really love my lock and key family. And, um, and like I said, when I, that, that day filming um, Jackie's death scene was, was a, a somber day for me. I think I even the day, like that morning when I showed up for work, I believe I was like getting into my trailer and I opened up the door and like overhead, I just see we were, we were filming out in like the woods out, outside of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of in the countryside, but I overhead, just like in the distance, I see these like turkey vultures like circling and I was just like oh my gosh this is like so ominous like <laughs> I just felt so so suited to what the, that that big scene for my my work day was but um yeah yeah no I I um I would absolutely love to come back and um join the rest of the cast maybe <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, So, okay, then final question I have for you. If you aren't returning, hypothetically, if you aren't returning and you're watching season three as a fan, what just do you want to see next happen? 
Oh, um, you know, you might know what happens already. So I don't know. <laughs> You're trying to like predict things that might happen, even though you might know. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see. I think, and we see moments of this throughout season two. Um, again, particularly by the end, you know, there's, and we saw this at the end of season one as well. Just like the lock kids, the lock family. Um, having moments of resolve and like there's moments of a little bit of peace and like not so much chaos I think at the end of the day because the show as much as there is all these fantastical elements of horror and magic and mystery um it's it is a it's a, it's a story about family and coming together and um relationships and it's a coming of age and and figuring out who you are and so I, I guess it would be nice to see just that journey journey towards all that um continues so so um again i think even i think of like the tyler kinsey relationship in season one versus season two like in season one they're i mean they're grieving their father's death uh, that's yeah. the thing but they're kind of you know butting heads all the time and more in conflict whereas you you see them come together a lot more um in season two and along with, with Bodie as well like all the mock kids kind of rallying together and realizing like they're stronger together so i think moving forward in season three um where uh we can only imagine there's going to be more chaos to do, um that they continue on that like journey of of coming together and and realizing that we're we're stronger in in numbers yeah it's like and i think it just it's an overall good message for for the world right now um so mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. Yeah. I would love to see that as well. And I think season two proved like, you know, they came together and they were able to fight off Dodge and, and seemingly everything's okay. But of course there's a cliffhanger, so not everything will be okay. Um, But awesome. I'm excited to see that, but hopefully we'll see you back. If not, um, definitely what other projects do you have kind of in the works or anything that you might be able to share? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently working, um, with my, my team um, kind of to find some, some new projects to be working on. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a process. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very much focused on, on being a bit more selective about the, the products I get involved in and, and that they are meaningful to me. So, um, so yeah, kind of looking, looking up for the next thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And then otherwise I am just kind of, taking it easy. I just adopted a rescue pup from Shanghai. Um, and, uh, so kind of just getting acclimatized to, to life as a dog mom and, um, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. Well, good luck with your dog. He looks very cute from what I could see. He popped his head up a little bit before. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and taking the time to speak with me and I'm excited for whatever you have next and super, super really enjoyed Lock and Key season two. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for chatting. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or seven up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.